Hey, what's the camera still doing here? Oh, no. Disaster. That can only mean one thing. Doggone it, you're right. Mm -hmm. It looks like they've ordered a sequel. Oh. <laughs> podcast, podcast, podcast. Kermit the Frog here. Welcome to the Muppets Podcast. Yay! Hello, welcome back to the Muppets Podcast. This is Jimmy and Georgia, your host, and we are back today. It is March the 20th as I record. It's about 9.30. I've just returned from my local cinema theater, if you will, from seeing the uh, kind of a sneak preview of Muppets Most Wanted. <laughs> Definitely not anything exclusive. Uh, I don't know about how your areas are here in my area since, from what I can tell anyway, since the uh, shootings that occurred during the Dark Knight midnight showing out in Colorado, I feel like our theater has not done any midnight showings for pretty much anything. Everything's been like a 7 or 9 p.m., just like kind of a normal night showing. And so there were two showings for the Muppets this evening, and there was hardly anyone there. I think there were a total of nine people in my showing, Maybe not the best indicator. I don't know. Um, I know most everything is like the Muppets coming tomorrow on the 21st. And so maybe others aren't as eager as I or maybe some of you were to go out and see this movie as soon as possible. And so, yes, I was there at 7 p.m. and uh, had a good time. Uh, we're going to talk, I guess, uh, all about that movie here in just a few moments. But I do want to put a big... Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Kind of 80s robot style. We are definitely going to be uh, spoiling the movie. So if you have not seen Muppets Most Wanted, um, I guess I suggest you wait to listen until you have. Because I kind of spoiled myself on a couple things, and I, I was trying not to. We mentioned last episode that the soundtrack was coming out, and uh, I've try I tried to pretty much avoid that. It came out Tuesday. I have had not purchased it at the time. I listened to two things that I thought would be spoiler-free, just looking at the track listings there on iTunes, and spoiled two things that would have been much more funny had I not been expecting those. And so, definitely don't want to ruin anything for anyone. Uh, so, if you again, if you haven't seen the movie, please don't listen to me talk about it. Wait until you've seen it, and then listen if you still would like to. Um, don't don't want to ruin any of the uh, cameos, any of the fun songs, any of the. Uh, the action as well. So, I say all that to say welcome to the show. We're going to spoil Muppets Most Wanted because I'm going to talk all about it or somewhat all about it. And so, stick around if that's um, what you wanted to do and uh, please exit now and come back later if not. And we're going to have a brief musical interlude here from Muppets Most Wanted before we jump into more discussion about the film. Again, spoiler warning. Ok, 
Okay, well first I'll say a few initial impressions perhaps, and maybe you would share these, maybe you wouldn't, and we'd love to hear your thoughts if you don't, or if you do, either way, be great, you can email us, you can uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else, it seems. So anyway, I feel like this. I really enjoyed Muppets Most Wanted, I think it's a good movie, and there's two caveats. I don't think it was as fun or nostalgic as The Muppets, and it shouldn't be because The Muppets have been back for a few years now versus they were gone for quite a while. And then the second caveat is I think in the long term I will like this movie better and I will want to watch it more often than said Muppets. Apart from the fact walking out of the theater it wasn't as, that was awesome! Like, the last time I it was just like a... I think I talked about this in the like the pilot episode. It was just like super happy, geeky, nostalgia, just smiling ear to ear, just feeling great watching a movie, which is, you know, hardly ever happens. There were some of those kind of moments. There was actually some sad moments in this movie to me. Uh, there was one thing that kind of made me tear up a little bit, got a little dusty there in the old theater. But uh, I don't know. Like I said, I think it's a good movie. It's funny. It has some of those throwbacks to the old Muppets. And at the same time, it has an interesting storyline. It has some some fun things going on. So yes, I, I do like it, and I, we're going to talk all about it. So let's just get into some of the main points, I guess. I don't want to try to do a recap, because I've only seen it the one time. I don't have all these notes written out. Just kind of speaking off the top of my head here, you know, after walking out of the theater around 30 minutes ago. And so, the whole Constantine thing I liked, uh, it was it was different. I mean, I definitely feel like some of this was, you know, the heist movie, kind of throwing back to the Muppet caper, which is a good follow-up. And so maybe next time it'll be uh, something kind of along the lines of Muppets Take Manhattan, perhaps? I don't know. Um, I'm okay with them changing stuff around. I mean, I don't want to, I don't know, it's one of those things, I don't want to do a recap, because if you've seen the movie, you know what happened. Okay, we'll just do a briefer one, I guess, real brief. You know, the Muppets ends, and they sing a fun song about doing a sequel, and then we have... Muppets Most Wanted, we find out about Constantine, the world's most dangerous frog. They uh, have Dominic, a bad guy, played by Ricky Gervais, who did an excellent job. He was funny in this movie. I haven't really seen a lot of his stuff. I've seen some of The Office. I've seen a couple movies he's been in. Uh, I definitely think he was he was a good addition to the cast. I really enjoyed uh, Ty Burrell, as we are just talking about random stuff. And I, I, pretty much all the humans that played big parts in the movie we're good. Tina Fey, always love Tina Fey and whatever she's in, and so that was fun. So anyway, the Muppets are being managed by the bad guy, number two to the world's most dangerous frog, and they go on a world tour, and everywhere they go, bad guy does his thing and steals artworks and things, but really he's looking for uh, ways to steal the crown jewels there in London. And so... Kind of the brief recap there. And in, and in the midst of all that, we have Kermit being separated, thrown into the big house, as they call it there, in the gulag in Siberia. And eventually he is rescued by Animal, Walter, and of course, Fozzie Bear! Yay! But, <laughs> that I don't know, it was just a fun time, fun time. I, I, one of the things I was thinking as we were going throughout the movie... The sequel song that maybe some of you had seen on YouTube or something prior to the movie, that was probably the best song in the movie. I really enjoyed uh, Constantine's song about I Can Give You What You Want, kind of a disco-themed song. Some of the stuff he pulls out of there is just really random. The unicorn, 
Uh, you know, do you want to go to the moon? Well, let's see about that. Like this, that was fun. I like together again, again. Okay. And that was the other, there was two, two songs I spoiled myself on thinking I wasn't spoiling myself. Uh, I think I mentioned that kind of earlier, but I listened to the Muppet show theme on iTunes, which was in Spanish, which was awesome and would have been cooler had I not known that was coming. And then also together again, again kind of ruined the moment on that just a little it's still fun still nostalgic they'll throw back to muppets take manhattan to the old school muppets you know from yonder year what 30 years ago at this point pretty much and so uh there's a couple of those little things uh i think we should mention i guess is talking about throwbacks and things we have rizzo walk out at one point talking about how walter not just walter but they're speaking specifically about walter how he had replaced some of the other used to be important characters or formerly important characters such as himself and uh, Kermit's nephew. Uh, and there were there's several little things. I'm like, why aren't they using Pepe more? Like Pepe was in there. I was here. Okay. I, was, I, was, I said a few lines. Okay. But he wasn't, he was not utilized very much. He was utilized more than he was in the Muppets, uh, but not, not that much. Um, and there's several, even Gonzo, Gonzo didn't do a whole lot. His only real bit of the whole movie was the running of the bulls indoors and then his nose grabbing the helicopter at the end. I mean, there wasn't much that Gonzo did for the longest time. There wasn't much Fozzie did until he went on the rescue mission there for, at the end. So, I mean, there's a lot of those little things I guess we could nitpick on and whatnot. End of the day, it's still a fun Muppets movie. So I can't complain too much. I really can't. Just kind of going stream of conscious here. Another thing that sticks out is as far as some of the things that are going on throughout the movie. Definitely, you know, famous people with cameos. It's just a tradition. It's part of what the Muppets do. And uh, some of those were involved in their shows. Uh, we had uh, we had Christoph Waltz, who I honestly don't really know who he is apart from, I guess, the Oscars or the Golden Globes or something. I know he was in the uh, Django. Whatever. I know it's not really the Django, but that's how it's spelled. Django Unchained. He was there in Germany at the first show. We had Selma Hayek at the second show. I think there was someone at the third show. There was a lot of people. I was looking back through. I didn't catch who they were. Okay, for instance, pulled up INDB real fast just because I couldn't think of Christoph Waltz's name. James McAvoy, who many of you may or may not know. I don't. I know him from the X-Men movies. He plays the young Xavier um, in those movies. He's also been in a, a movie, what was it, Wanted, I believe it was, with Angelina Jolie. I know he's been in some other things. He was there. He was a UPS man, which I noticed the UPS man. I was like, oh, product placement, just like I noticed the subway. And I was like, oh, subway. I didn't really notice the uh, the cars they've been advertising so much. I mean, I guess it was there. I didn't notice Stan- Stanley Tucci, who's famous these days, I guess, for the, the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games! But um, he was there. Danny Trejo obviously wasn't really a cameo. He was one of the main prisoners there in the big house. Another one of the main prisoners was um, Hornswoggle. Uh, he is famous as a, a little person who was also performed as a wrestler in the wrestling uh, uh, organization, the WWE, which you know, we've definitely seen the Muppets on there. It's been a while. They were all a while back. And when we learned uh, several years ago now that Beaker was uh, Seamus's cousin, stuff like that. But uh, there were several other people I really just didn't know who they were. I knew I was supposed to know who they were, but I didn't. Obviously, Usher at the wedding, he was like, I'm the Usher. That was pretty obvious. Um, P. Diddy, Sean Puffy Combs, whatever you want to call him, that was pretty obvious. Like, Toby Jones, honestly don't know who Toby Jones is from the name. 
but that fella has been in Harry Potter and the Hunger Games and Captain America. He's been in all kinds of stuff. I recognize his face easily. Same thing with uh, the vicar performing the wedding ceremony, Frank Langella. Um, Tom Hiddleston played Escapo, the great Escapo, um, and he is Loki in the Avengers and the Thor movies. That was a cool little thing. I knew I knew it. I'd heard he was in there. Another one I did recognize, obviously, was Zach Galifianakis as Hobo Joe, who's reprising his role from The Muppets. Uh, Josh Groban was the guy in solitary confinement. They revealed him there at the end. Lady Gaga, I remember seeing her. Tony Bennett. One of the guys I didn't notice was the uh, Mackenzie Crook. And I, I don't know the name Mackenzie Crook either. Maybe you don't. He was in The Office, the British version, and he was also one of the two kind of silly pirates from the first couple Pirates movies. I'm sure there's probably a few others. One other I guess I definitely have to mention here as we're talking about Muppets and nostalgia and things. Ray Liotta definitely was here in this movie. He was one of the prisoners there in the Gulag. And uh, many of you probably are aware, uh, of course, that Ray Liotta was uh, one of the uh, kind of a featured person because there's always people who were part of these Muppet movies back in late 90s with Muppets in Space. I don't know. I'm trying to think about some other things I wanted to to bring up. Okay, one thing I guess I'll have to mention. Constantine. I'm number one. You are number two. Sounds a lot like Borat. Um, which was a little distracting to me a few times. I actually never saw the Borat movie, but he was one of those people who were all over pop culture that, even if you haven't seen the movie, you know who the guy is. Just like, Ron Burgundy, hello, Santiago. He, like, Ron Burgundy literally was everywhere promoting... Anchorman 2, and I say Ron Burgundy, but Will Ferrell playing the character of Ron Burgundy was everywhere from local news to to whatever, trying to get people to go watch Anchorman 2. And same, similarly, quite honestly, as we, we get to talk about the movie, I haven't talked too much on the podcast about the movie promotion, but the Muppets were kind of everywhere the last few weeks, uh, all over late night television, where it was with Arsenio Hall, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon on the, on the Tonight Show, just everywhere. And then, you know, tons and tons of trailers and websites and all sorts of stuff were out there this last little while as, you know, kind of pushing the movie. And I guess time will tell, and hopefully we'll be back, you know, sometime next week with another episode so we can talk about dollars and cents and be like, okay, the Muppets made blah, blah, blah. And yay, it was good. I don't know. This weekend's kind of be a tough weekend, I think, um, as far as money goes. I think Divergent will probably be the big movie of the weekend. Uh, and the Muppets will probably be second. I think I don't think I don't know what else is coming out tomorrow technically or today I mean depending on when you may be listening to this but we'll uh, we'll definitely take a look at those numbers and get back to talk about that in the near future but um I don't know I was just thinking maybe I should go back and watch the great Muppet caper again um, I've seen it fairly recently but I don't know, and I say recently it's probably within the last you know year or so but it's been long enough that I don't remember every little nuance and every little thing to to compare it to the Muppets Most Wanted. I know there's a few things there we could compare. As far as the uh, the Great Muppet Caper, I mean, the, the basic premise is there's a jewel thief in England and the Brit- Great Britain, whatever you want to call it, the UK, and the intrepid pr- reporters... Uh, from the Muppets go to investigate and kind of try to help solve the the crime. I mean, that's the basic storyline or whatever. And there's lots of cool stuff in that movie. But like I said, I think I probably need to go back and, and rewatch it. Refresh my memory. See if there's more things to, 
kind of contrast or compare or whatnot. One thing I guess I'll go back to with Ty Burrell, he reminded me of uh, the Pink Panther guy in this Blackbeard Clouseau, maybe. I think I, I'm not a big Pink Panther person, but he, you know, he's playing a French um, lawman. Uh-huh, my name is Jean-Paul Cleon. <laughs> uh, for no further questions. But I did, I did, speaking of that, I did enjoy the interrogation song. I'm, I'm not sure what the official name of it is um, that they were doing there in the jail as they thought the Muppets were the the, uh, the master criminals. Oh, speaking of that, I totally forget. One of my favorite parts of this movie, by far, really, and just all the different things I can think of, was the interaction between Sam the American Eagle and uh, Ty Burrell's character. I honestly don't remember his name. Let's pull up the old IMDb. Jean-Pierre Napoleon. Uh, Jean-Pierre Napoleon. <laughs> oh, oui, oui. I like speaking French. <laughs> I took it for four years, and I'm not really good at it, but whatever. Anyway, I, I enjoyed he and and Sam the American Eagle. I would I would totally watch their TV show if they had if they had a procedural crime drama with those two fellas. That would be number one viewing on my list. Definitely, like. I don't know. That was just one of my favorite parts. And at the end, when they were saying goodbye, it reminds me of like every cop movie, uh, like Rush Hours movies are some of my favorites, where Lee and and Carter are about to say goodbye. Especially in the second movie, because the first movie they're both going to Hong Kong. In the second movie, they're in Las Vegas. They're about to both fly back home, and then they end up deciding going to go to New York. Um, I don't know. That's just like quintessential cop movie stuff. And so it was. I don't know. It was just interesting. Their dynamic, the the dynamic of the Muppets doing shows different places with guest stars, the dynamic of the thievery going on in the background, and then the dynamic of, of Kermit over in the prison. Um, and it's funny, too, because Tina Fey's character definitely had a crush on old Kermit, uh, which was evident by her alter. Uh, and a few of these little gags, I do play the My Muppet Show game, as I've mentioned before, and not too long ago, there was an update, and they added the big house as one of the levels. I've been playing with that a little bit. And some of the things you could purchase was the crown of, like, sporks, which was featured in that one scene, um, really. And then uh, you could purchase the shrine, which I didn't I didn't even put two and two together um, on that one. And I think it may be something else from the prison. Oh, the little tray that they pulled uh, Kermit up in, kind of like Hannibal Lecter first was entering the uh, the prison yard and everyone was kind of bowing down to him before they realized he was not Constantine. And uh, speaking of the prison yard, I do want to mention Miss Poogie was there from the Muppets um, from the last movie. I like that. I don't know. I guess I could just keep randomly thinking of, of silly things and just kind of keep on talking. But if nothing else really jumps out at me, I think that might be all for this real brief episode. Do a quick recap of the movie, I guess. Again, I had a good time. It was fun. had some good songs. And again, I don't think coming out of the theater, I had that same geeky, woohoo kind of feeling. But long term, I definitely think this is a better movie than The Muppets. And I look forward to watching it. One more thing I definitely want to mention, speaking of geeky things. Miss Piggy grabs Constantine. And totally pulls a Hulk smash on him, just like Loki in the Avengers, just back and forth on the old uh, helicopter. That was amazing. Loved it. I don't know, that, that that was good. That was really good. I can do my bad Miss Piggy impression, but... Constantine, I would not marry you! 
anyway. <laughs> oh, I try I try to avoid my bad Muppet impressions, but I guess I should just do a bad Muppet impression segment every time. I do want to mention Rolf the dog real quick. You definitely saw him playing piano several occasions. He did have a few a few speaking times, uh, more so probably than in The Muppets, the last movie that was out, which they definitely have underutilized Rolf since Jim passed away all those years ago. So I guess to say all that, um, go check it out. Again, uh, hopefully, I'm pretty sure I probably will. Uh, my wife was on the way to see her family today with her aunt and uncle and some others, so she was not here, which I had an, a good to have something to do this evening. But I'm sure we'll probably go watch this one again. And I'm sure if, if everything's hold up from the last time around, we'll be listening to the new Muppets Most Wanted soundtrack pretty regularly. Maybe that'll kick Frozen off the old uh, iPod. <laughs> Not really, but anyway. <laughs> we like those movie soundtracks. My wife uh, is a huge Disney fan. of just like Disney proper. I'm a huge Disney fan now that the Muppets... Star Wars and Marvel are owned by Disney. Now, I like Disney proper, but uh, she she is you know, all about the princesses and loved Frozen. So we've seen that several times now, three or four times. And she listens to the soundtrack all the time. So anyway, hopefully the Muppets will be replacing that. And maybe Brett McKenzie will win another uh, Oscar for uh, the sequel song. I don't even know what it's called. But we'll, we're going to play, play a clip of that as we end up here at the end of this show. Um, and I really think I might use the Spanish Muppet song as part of my intro sometimes because I really like that a lot. That's going to wrap us up, I guess, for this episode of the Muppets Podcast with Jimmy and Georgia. And so please, would love to hear your thoughts about the movie. I know mine were all random and just kind of thrown out there in no particular order. So if you have time to uh, to put your thoughts in order, you want to in- send us an email, you can do that, MuppetsPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us over on Twitter, at MuppetsPodcast. Find us on Facebook, Google+, iTunes. Just search for Muppets Podcast. You'll see us there, and we would love to hear from you in any kind of way like that. You can also um, leave us a voicemail. Go over to MuppetsPodcast.com. We have all of our contact information there. And so uh, we'd definitely love to hear from you, the Muppet fans. Well, that's going to wrap us up for this episode. Tune in next time when you might hear me do a bad impression of Miss Piggy again. And she might say, Oh, I love the Jim Henson Feature Shop Challenge. It's my new favorite show. They need to have more on. Anyway, (laughs) we'll see you next time. I'm Jimmy in Georgia. Peace. We're doing a sequel. We're back by popular demand. Come on, everybody, strike up the band. We're doing a sequel. That's what we do in Hollywood. And everybody knows that the sequel's never quite as good. A sequel, a 